Welcome once again to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel. We are studying the first lesson of the last quarter of 2018. And this is for the lesson for Friday, October 5th. This is the seventh and last lesson for this week. Yes, we are on the last lesson of this first week of this um, first uh, engagement of oneness in Christ. I'm excited. And I, like I've told you in previous episodes, scroll down a little bit on your phone or your tablet or your computer and you will find the links so that you can have access right now to this lesson. So that way you can study it on your own further and get to the things that I just have not had time to touch during this week because I don't want to make these episodes extra super long. I'll leave that for my sermons. <laughs> so, um, Friday. There's a lot of juicy things in that one statement that we could talk about. All I'm going to highlight is this statement. What a powerfully unifying force the Sabbath could have been if all people had kept it. It was the day of rest God intended to remind the descendants of Adam and Eve of their common bond to him and to one another. It made me think of heaven. We will certainly keep Sabbath in heaven. The Bible tells us that. Um, but I'm thinking about, you know, what happened in the Tower of Babel. The, the diversity of languages, which in turn became the, the differences, the different cultures in our world. Um, and how God re will remove that. And there will not be many languages in heaven. It will be just one. And what would that be like? And will there be diversity? I remember a, a, what about our elders, Dr. Don Weaver, uh, celebrating our international Sabbath at Oakwood. We have several different nationalities in our church. Uh, my wife and I contribute with two, her being Puerto Rico and me being Argentina. Um, he, he said a statement, you know, if you're not comfortable with diversity, you won't like heaven. And the whole church, you know, burst into applause. And, and I agree, there will definitely be diversity. But there would be one language. And so for me, it's, you know, maybe we think that if we had one language, everybody would think the same and act the same, but not so. I mean, I, I know that within the Hispanic community, which we speak Spanish, there's plenty of diversity there. Language is it's a superficial bond. It doesn't really unite the heart. Just because the tongue is united doesn't mean the heart is. And there will be diversity in heaven, but not this harmonious diversity or diversity that fragments or divides. And it made me think, we will not be a homogeneous society in which everybody acts like a robot. We will all be wearing white robes and we'll be indistinguishable from one another, combing our hairs the same way, etc. I don't believe that that's going to be the case. There will be plenty of diversity uh, because of some of the, the, the unique uh, personality traits that we have. But beyond that, we, we will have that tension that is a healthy, um, balanced tension of the diversity with the oneness. And the question that I had is, so what will be that oneness? Um, definitely the language was not what's going to hold us together. Uh, in the Tower of Babel, when the people were building that, that tower, they spoke one language already, but they were against God. They were rebelling against Him. So in heaven, we will once again have just one language dominate the entire human population. 
But what will keep us together? It will not be the language. It will be Jesus. Jesus is what will keep every human being united. In fact, Jesus will be what keeps the whole universe united. This whole mess of division didn't start in the Garden of Eden. It started in heaven. And it was through Jesus. That's what Paul says, through Jesus that God would reconcile things in heaven and on earth. The big unifying center in the universe is going to be our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Though the cross itself will not be in heaven, the scars that that cross made will. And when we look at those hands and those feet, we will recognize the price our oneness took, what it cost for us to experience this. And we will forever praise Him. We will forever thank Him for that unity. But at the same time, I shouldn't say that will be then. I want to experience that now. How about you? Do you want to experience that oneness in your church, in your marriage, in your family? We don't have to wait until heaven to have that experience. We can begin to have a taste of it right now. What's the cost? Jesus said it. If I be lifted up. This is the last lesson for this week. How about if we commit to lifting up Jesus in our homes on a regular basis to our children, to our spouses? Talking more about Jesus than about football. Talking more about Jesus than the program from television. Talking more about Jesus than the money in our bills or illnesses. Lifting up Jesus in our homes will empower us to make it natural to uplift Jesus in our churches. And if we love Jesus, lift him up at home and at, at church, we can begin to experience that divine heavenly oneness right here on earth right now.